Praise the Lord. Message title today, SOS, Send Out Sucker. Another message on SOS, this is the second time I've used this title, but the subtitle today is Send Out Sucker. Last message was SOS, Save Our Souls. I think all of us are familiar with the letters SOS, recognized as the International Distress Signal, originally with Morse code, telegraph system, it was the most easily recognizable and transmittable signal that could be sent, dot, 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 dash, 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 dot, dot, dot. And it was so easily identified that it became this distress call, this signal. Only later were words added to it, but they say it's a backronym because it was added later. Words like save our souls, send out sucker, save our ship. Well, today I want to deal with send out sucker. Sucker is an old English word that means aid or help, send out assistance, send out salvation, send out help, and how that we need that cry in our hearts, that we would ask the Lord to send out sucker to help us and to aid us in this life. I remind you of the words of C.S. Lewis. He said, I, I pray because I can't help myself. I pray because I am helpless. I pray because the need flows out of me all the time, waking and sleeping. <clears throat> we know how much we need the Lord. I pray because I can't help myself. The very breath I breathe is the only breath I have. The Bible says man whose breath is in his nostril, that's all we have. We're that dependent on the Lord for life and strength. We pray because need flows out of us all the time, waking or sleeping. Psalm 5 and verse 1 says, Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For to you will I pray. My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. Give heed to the voice of my cry. Send out succor. Send out help, Lord. Every morning, he says, my voice you shall hear in the morning. In the morning will I direct my voice to you, and I will look up for your help. Psalm 55, 16 to 17, David said, As for me, I will call upon, the, upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning and at noon... I will pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. The Lord shall save me, evening and morning and at noon I will pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. David said, all day long, I'm wrapped up in the presence of the Lord, and I'm calling out on God. Well, so you say, David, surely in the morning you must rise up and meditate a little bit in your heart. He said, no, I cry aloud unto God. I lift my voice. He hears my voice. I'm crying aloud for his help, for his assistance during the day. Well, David, surely at noon you must quieten down a bit. No, he says, I'm going to shout praises at noon. The Lord's going to hear my voice at noon. I will cry aloud at noon for the help of the Lord. 
Well, David, when you retire for the night, surely you must settle down and just meditate and muse in your heart. No, he says, God hears my voice at night. I will cry aloud morning and noon and evening. I will cry aloud and I will call upon the name of the Lord. I pray because I'm helpless. I pray because the need flows out of me all the time, waking and sleeping. We need to call on the name of the Lord, to call on the name of the Lord. Now this morning I want to encourage our faith in God's faithfulness, God's desire to answer the cry, the call of his people. God delights to answer the prayer of the upright, though he bear long with us at times because of certain situations and things he's working in our life and spiritual warfare and trial and the perfecting of our faith. But God delights to answer our prayer. And today I want to encourage our faith in the faithfulness of God. Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 to 11. Jesus said, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it will be opened unto you. For everyone that asks receives. And he that seeks finds. And he that knocks, it will be opened unto him. That's Jesus' promise. Those are his words. Ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. He said, for what man is there of you if his son would ask for bread, would give him a stone? What man is there if his son asked for a fish would give him a serpent, something that's going to hurt him, something that's going to poison him, something that's going to bite him? Jesus said, if you, being evil, relatively speaking, give good gifts unto your children, how much more will your Father which is in heaven give good things unto them that ask him? that ask him, that call upon the name of the Lord, that lift their voice and cry out for the help of God. SOS, send out sucker. Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 27. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and my just claim is passed over by my God? Why do the people of God say, my way, my path is hidden from the Lord. The Lord is not concerned about me. The Lord doesn't seem to be interested in my walk of life, in what I'm going through. Why do you say your way is hidden from the Lord? Other people seem to get blessed, but I'm not getting blessed. God seems to help other people, but he doesn't seem to be helping me. God seems to be leading other people in triumph and victory, but... He doesn't seem to be leading me in triumph and victory. My way is hidden from the Lord. What a charge to lay against the Lord. What a charge to put against God. I'm not being dealt with fairly in life. I do not have justice from God as other people. My pathway is hidden from the Lord. He doesn't really know what's going on in my life. He doesn't really seem to care what's going on in my life. The prophet said, have you not known Have you not heard? He said, has has no one ever told you about our loving Savior, about his kindness, his goodness, his grace, his friendship, his companionship? Has no one ever told you about our great Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Somebody cares. 
and his name is Jesus. Somebody is watching over his sons and daughters, and his name is Jesus. Somebody loves you, and his name is Jesus. Do not say, my way is hidden from the Lord. Do not say, I'm not receiving justice from God. God is intimately acquainted with every one of our steps and everything we face every step of this life. Let's build up our confidence in the Lord. He says, have you not known, have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. The youth. The word in the Hebrew is a lad, a boy. And the young men, we'd say those that are in their late teen years, early 20s, young men who seem to be so strong. He says, the young men shall utterly fall, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. All of us feel weary at times. We know our weakness. There's times we feel faint. But the Lord says he does not weary. He does not faint. His power is unsearchable. And to those who feel faint and weary, he increases strength. He puts might into his people. Those that wait on the Lord, those that bind their life in tightly with the Lord, renew their strength. Even the youth, even the boys and the young lads, the Bible says, shall faint and be weary. Even the children face a warfare in this life, and it's not easy. And all of us have to learn how to call on the name of the Lord. Call on the name of the Lord for his strength, for his power, for he answers those who cry aloud unto him. When your children are weary and when they're discouraged, life isn't easy for a child. Under the constant discipline of the parent and the commands of the parent, having to learn disciplines and processes of life. Sometimes they come home from school and they're, they're weary. Maybe they're upset. Children can be mean to one another. Children sometimes say cruel things to one another. Sometimes there's pressure coming out of the environment of the school realm and the children come home and then they have some jobs to do and they have to practice their music perhaps. They're not inspired and not motivated. The thing to do, you say, child, son or daughter, listen, let's call upon the name of the Lord. Let's call on the name of Jesus. Let's ask for his strength. Let's ask for his wisdom. Let's ask for his power. Teach your children how to call on the name of the Lord. Teach the seven and eight and nine-year-olds how to call on the name of the Lord when they feel weary, when they're upset, to lift their voice, SOS. Send out succor, send out help, send out aid for me, O Lord. Don't say my way is hidden from the Lord because God knows all about us, all about us. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. For he says, using King James here because of the old English word, for he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted. 
and in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. New King James, in an acceptable time I have heard you. And in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The Lord says it's an acceptable time. You're accepted by me. It's the year of the Lord, the acceptable year of the Lord. It's the day of my favor. It's the day of my salvation and provision to my people. God says now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow. Well, maybe another time the Lord will help me. Maybe somewhere down the road the Lord's going to be with me and I'm going to receive an answer, receive strength. The Bible says now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. The provision of God is here for us at every moment for what we need at that particular moment of time. For this day, as your days, so shall your strength be. Now is the accepted time. Today, now is the day of salvation. God's pouring his salvation and help into me right now. God's pouring his succor, his aid into my life right now. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17. Again, the King James, first of all, because of the word succor. Wherefore, in all things it behoved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, our spiritual life, the outworking of our Christian faith, the unfolding of our life for the glory of God, in things pertaining to God, the raising of godly families, the living of a holy life, in things pertaining to God, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself hath suffered being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted. He faced every trial. He faced every temptation just like we have. We have a merciful and faithful high priest. And he is able to succor. He's able to aid. He is able to assist us in every situation of life, no matter what we face. SOS, send out sucker. New King James, therefore in all things he ought to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. The Bible says there is no temptation, there is no testing, there is no trial, there is no trouble that has taken hold of us, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. But God is faithful who will not permit you to be tested, to be troubled, to be tried beyond what you were able to endure, but will with the distress make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Sometimes we bear things. We're not miraculized out of them. We bear them. He makes a way of escape that we may be able to bear it. Hebrews 4.14 
seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heaven, heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession, homologia, the same to speak. Let's speak, keep speaking the same thing as our God speaks. Let's keep speaking the same thing as the Bible speaks. Let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help the word in the Hebrew is the same word translated sucker, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to sucker, to aid, to assist us in time of need. What a beautiful word of the Lord. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace. Run into the presence of God. Beat a path to his door. Morning and noon and at evening, I will cry aloud unto God. SOS, I need your help. I need your spirit. I need your power in my life. And the Lord is faithful to deliver his assistance, deliver his strength to our life, a word, a promise, an assurance, a comfort from the Lord. Now this morning, I have three points. Number one, walk with the Lord, even though your faith is tried on the sharp stones of a difficult pathway. Don't say my way is hid from the Lord. My path is hidden from the Lord. My just claim is passed over. Walk with the Lord, even though your faith is tried on the sharp stones of a difficult pathway. Difficult pathway. Sharp stones that we sometimes have to walk on this path of life. Your way is not hidden from the Lord, and one day you're going to walk on golden streets. But for now, we're walking the pathways of life. Sometimes we're tempted to look over at other people and say, my, I wish I had an easier path to walk. Their life seems so much easier. Their pathway, their experience seems so much easier than mine. I wish I had an easier pathway to walk in this life. But the truth is, nobody's pathway is so easy in this world, no matter how it appears. We fight spiritual warfare. We deal with our flesh life. We work out relationships in life. We have to earn bread by the sweat of our face, vocations and callings and occupations. It's not easy to work out in this world every day under the labor and strain. We deal with our own physical bodies and infirmities. It's not easy to deal in this life and the pathway that any of us walk. Sometimes it's lighter, sometimes it's easier, but all of us have what the Bible would call a difficult pathway through this world. So we serve the Lord and overcome tribulation and trial and temptation and walk out our lives for the glory of God. All of us must strap on our gospel shoes feet shod with the preparation of the good news. Our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, of his help, of his strength, of his power, of his promise, of his word. It's the only way we can walk across the 
sharp stones in the rough terrain of this world. Walk with the Lord, no matter how sharp the stones on your pathway. 2 Corinthians 4, 17, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. It's working for us, not against us. Our light affliction is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Our eyes are on spiritual realities. Behind everything we do, we see the work of God. We see the outworking of our spiritual life before the Lord. 1 Peter 1.7, that the genuineness of your faith, the approving of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation, at the coming of Jesus Christ. The proving out of our faith, the genuineness of our faith, the proof of our faith is much more precious than gold that perishes, and that though it is tested, we may be found it may be found unto the praise and honor and glory of Christ. 1 Peter 4, 19, Therefore let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to him in doing good as to a faithful creator. God knows what we're going through. He's the leader of our life. He's the captain of our salvation. He's the one who guides and watches over us. And when we are suffering and when we are in trial and things are difficult, we must commit the safekeeping of our soul unto him as to a faithful creator. Our ways are not hidden from the Lord. Have you not known, have you not heard, the everlasting God is looking down on your life, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. And even the young men and the youths will fail, but those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will be empowered again and again. They will rise to walk in faith and victory because they call upon the name of the Lord. Number two, guard the reputation of the Lord in your heart that you will never accuse him of failure or neglect. A.W. Pink said, Satan will seek to foster hard thoughts against God. Satan will seek to, in, to foster in your heart hard thoughts toward God. It was his tactic from the beginning. Yea, hath God said, Casting suspicion, casting doubt on the faithfulness of God, casting doubt on the goodness of God, seeking to foster hard thoughts against God. Guard the reputation of the Lord in your heart that you will never accuse him of failure or neglect. Hebrews 13, 5 to 6, let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have, for he himself has said. He himself has said. This apostle isn't saying, you know, somebody else said this about him. Somebody else said that the Lord would be this way to you and take care of you. 
But he says, he himself, Jesus himself said these words, I will never leave you or forsake you. Matthew 28, 20, Lo, I am with you unto the end of the world. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. He himself has said those words. That's his promise to our life. I will never, under any circumstances, I will never, under any trial, forsake you. So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. Succorer. It's that word. The Lord is my succorer, helper, aider, assister. I will not fear. What can man do to me? So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my help. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my life. Prophet Isaiah, in Isaiah 49, 16, said, can a, can a nursing mother forsake her child? Can she forget the son of her womb? God says, there are cases where a mother abandons her child. God says there are cases, they're rare, but there are some cases in the earth where a mother abandons her child and forsakes the child of her womb. But God says, I will never forsake you. You are graven on the palms of my hands. <laughs> Doubting Thomas, come and put your fingers on my hands. Touch the palm of my hands. Doubting Thomas, Put your hand in my side where the spear went in. The glorified, resurrected Christ chose to keep the scars of the cross upon his body. And one day in the heavens when we see him, we will fall at his feet and there will be a weeping before the Lord in thanksgiving as we look upon the Son of God who gave his life for us and redeemed us and poured out everything so we could triumph in his praise and in his salvation and in his righteousness. He said, though a mother can forsake her child, I will never forsake you. The eternal scars on my hands are a reminder of how much I care for you. I will guard, I will watch over your every step in life so we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Psalm 139, verse 3, you comprehend my path, my way, and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways, my pathways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You have hedged me, enclosed me, behind and before, and laid your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I, I can't attain, attain it. This is beyond my comprehension. The God of heaven would be that kind of a friend that kind of a companion. I was thinking about the religions of the world and the self-help religions and the meditations of the world. There is no religion, there is no philosophy that has friendship with their God, with their philosophy, like we have with Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He's our friend. He walks with us. We feel him. He speaks with us. We have a friend that's closer than a brother. He's acquainted with all our ways. 
all our pathways. He's acquainted with every step. The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. His word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. There's not one step we take but that the word of God is shining its promise, its comfort, its hope, its courage, its faith into our lives. He's acquainted with all our ways. Oh, Lord, you know it all together. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. I've walked with the Lord low these many years, and I marvel more now at the love and the grace and the kindness and the tenderness and the friendship of God than I have at any time in my life. To have a God so near to have a living word so written on the tables of the heart, to have the Holy Spirit, the comforter of the saints, living inside of us and guiding us to the eternal day through every pathway we walk. What a wonder. What a wonder to be a son and daughter of the living God. Hallelujah. Number three, call upon the name of the Lord. Put an SOS on the ground. <laughs> Put an SOS on the ground. SOS, distress signal for ships at sea. But if you were stranded on the ground somewhere, you would spell out the letters SOS on the ground, awaiting that some airplane, somebody would fly overhead and see the SOS and come to your help. Call upon the name of the Lord. Put an SOS on the ground. Fervent prayers, fervent church attendance, fervent yearning after the Lord, spiritual labor for sons and daughters and for grandchildren. Put an SOS into the earth. Carve something into the earth that the heavens look down and see there's an SOS. There's a cry. They're saying, send out succor. Send out help. We need you, Lord. So desperate for God. Like a soul at risk of life stranded on some deserted island or in some impossible terrain. The end of their life. You know what would happen wondering, am I going to be saved? Maybe out on that island, maybe out in the wilderness for a few weeks and life is ebbing down and all of a sudden they, they hear the sound of an aircraft overhead. You know what that person's going to be doing? S-O-S, S-O-S. Standing by the letters carved into the earth at their feet, their hands waving before the heavens, send out succor. Listen, when you wave your hands in the presence of the Lord, that's one thing you're doing. You're calling for his provision. You're calling for his healing power. You're calling for his salvation. You're calling for his redemption in your family. You're calling for his help to raise sons and daughters that will walk in the power of God in their generation. SOS, send out succor. What will it take for you to put an SOS in the earth today? What kind of fasting prayers will it take for you to put an SOS on the ground? What kind of yearning and longing and hungering and thirsting after the Lord? What kind of a cry in your spirit that God would not let anything go by that he has for your goodness? 
What kind of a cry? What kind of an SOS? What kind of a desperation? We do need to show before the Lord an SOS from the earth. Hallelujah. Send out succor. Send out succor. Send out help, O Lord. You know how you make an SOS? You trace the same path day after day, time after time, time after time. You carve it out, the S, the O, the S in the earth, awaiting for help, awaiting for assistance. You make trips to the church week in and week out. You trace the same steps, SOS. You come to the prayer room time after time, same steps, SOS. SOS to the prayer room, SOS to worship, SOS to the ministry of the word and the presence of God in the house. Send out sucker. And the heavens can see exactly what you're doing. And God responds to the cry of his people. Morning and at noon and at evening, I will call. I will cry aloud upon the name of the Lord. Psalm 18, verse 3. Worship team, please come. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be saved or praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Do you think there are many Christians that aren't saved from their enemies because they don't open their mouth and call on the name of the Lord? I will call. In the morning you will hear my voice. In the prayer room you will hear my voice. There will be a call from the earth. Send out succor. I need you, Lord. I need your help. I need your wisdom. I need your strength and power today. I need your Holy Spirit. Psalm 42 and verse 1. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants, so longs my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? When shall I come, the Targum says, and see his face? Talking about the corporate gathering. He's talking about the house of God. When can I come with the people of God into the house of the Lord and behold the face of the Lord? Verse 5, he says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you disquieted, discouraged, sullen, morose? Why are you negative within me, soul? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Verse 11, why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Hallelujah. SOS, send out sucker. Put an SOS on the ground. Send out sucker. Send out help. The Lord is acquainted with all our ways. Our ways are not hidden from the Lord. He says, now is the accepted time. Now is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow, not a week from now. He gives power to the faint now. He helps us now. His promise is sure now. His victory is sure now. He will strengthen us to walk the path of life with joy, with victory, with purpose. Let's stand together in the presence of the Lord.
Let's all of us send out an SOS this morning. Send out sucker. Not a person here that doesn't need the help of the Lord. Maybe there's something particular you need today. Lift your hands. Wave them before the Lord. Send out sucker. Help me, Lord. I need healing in my body. I need strengthening in my marriage. I need life in my children. I need provision in my finances. I need my business to prosper for the glory of God. I need you to help me deal with attitudes and flesh life. I need you to deal with the hardness of my heart. I need you to deal with the reluctance and resistance that's inside of me to respond to you, Lord, fully like I should. SOS, send out sucker. Send out sucker. The altars are open this morning as we close in worship. If you'd like prayer for some need, please slip out from where you are. If you'd like to reconsecrate your life, rededicate your life to the Lord because the Holy Spirit is tugging on your heart mightily this morning, then slip out from where you are and say, Lord, I surrender all. I give up my own life. I forsake my own way. I spurn pride. I spurn my independence. I come to serve you with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. You are the living God, and I put my trust in you. The altars are open, but let's close out in prayer and call on the name of the Lord.